Hello again, everyone, and welcome to episode 11, the Louis Aparicio edition of Angles and Attitudes. As always, he's John and I'm Mark. Today, we're joined by a man whose bio can't be defined in only a few sentences. He's an entertainment powerhouse. He's the president and CEO of the iconic Arcada Theater. He's a culinary innovator. He's a restaurateur. <laughs> an accomplished writer, and probably most importantly, a prominent leader in the Chicagoland Italian community. We are proud and happy to welcome Ron Onesti to Angles and Attitude. Ron, thanks for joining us. Oh, it's an honor and a privilege hey, to be with the, what's up, Johnny John? It's really great to see you guys. I'm on episode 11. So, you know, if you, if you think about, uh, uh, what was that movie when uh, you went uh, to uh, go to 11? Go there. to 11. You remember that? Yeah, you got oh, that's um, what we're doing here. Ocean's 11, right? With the spinal tap. No, and there spinal tap when they went from 10 and the guys turned the button and they says, how come the volume goes to 11? He goes, it should just go to 10. Well, if you want to go louder, you just put it to 11. He couldn't understand that you should just go to 10. Same thing here. We're going to go to episode 11. Take yes. it to the next level. There you go. Well, um, again, we're, uh, it's an honor and a privilege. And at this point, I'm going to, I'm going to turn the mic over to John and, and John, it's all yours. Yeah. Mark, I got to tell you, I met Ronnie a few years back through a real good friend of the family named Tony Farinella. And when I say a few years back, it was in the mid two thousands, you know, isn't it nice yeah. to have a guest on Mark tonight that really has got nothing going on. He's only the president <laughs> of the joint civic of Italian Americans. He's the president of the National Sports Hall of Fame. He runs most of the fests here in town, the Taylor Street, the uh, Oakley, the Addison Fest. And then in his spare, even part of the of Italian Veterans Museum. And then in his spare time, he does this thing called Onesti Entertainment. So, you know, he <laughs> doesn't have a lot to do, but just sensational, Ronnie, especially Thank this you, last year of getting to know you, of what's going on in the city, what's going yeah. on in Illinois. You are all over it, man. And where do you, you find the time and the energy? Well, energy, I don't know. I mean, you know, you know, don't let me fool you. Uh, I'm definitely feeling it. But uh, we all, you know, I mean, the energy, you know, we had 15 minutes of a lockdown. Uh, I've uh, my, my businesses, we, we took advantage of the time with regards to renovation, upgrades, that kind of thing. But, um, you know, I'm uh, the fuel to my fire is, you know, look at my life. My, my world is based on sports, food and entertainment. I mean, you know, it doesn't really suck for me. So um, that's that's the fuel to my fire. It really is. The fact that's that a uh, we take sticker. care of you, yeah. that's right. entertainment, food and sports it and and. And uh, and my Italian heritage wrapped around it like like a hug. So that's a it's incredible thing. how you've done this. Yes. Well, I wish uh, I wish I could say that it was a very strategically mapped out life plan. It just kind of all happened. For sure. But at, the, but at the core, John and I were talking earlier. Obviously, um, I grew up Harlem and Montrose. So all of my friends, we kid, I was the only guy that had a consonant at the end of his name. Everybody else was a vowel, Catalano, Fazo, Santi, sure. you know, on and on. So I was, at, at some point, Ron, I was jealous because I, I'd seen you guys and, and be wrapped in. I mean, going to, first time going to somebody's house for Christmas and, yep. and you know, shredding the cheese, the fresh cheese 
and doing all of those things from scratch. It, it, it was just amazing to be welcomed in, even though I wasn't, my mom's from, you know, Grand and Ogden, that's where her family grew oh, up. Yeah. So, you know, half of the, you know, half of me and she'll argue the better half is Italian, but it was really cool mm -hmm. for them to just pull me in and say, Hey, you're one of us. And these are the things we do. And the, the neat part, I think about what I've read in terms of the things you're doing and what John was talking about is there's not a, oh, we have to apologize for it. No, we don't. We need to mm -hmm. be proud of it. We need to embrace it. And we have to have more people sharing in it. Right, John? For sure. And I have to tell you, uh, Mark, I've been a part of a few things that Ron is doing in Chicago and in the city and, of course, doing the Italian radio station. But Ronnie has definitely taken it now to another level where I really start to see this Italian community again, or even just in general, people in general are starting to bond just because, hey, they're saying, how does this man do this? You know, he goes from one end to the other, runs businesses, restaurants and everything else. I really start to see the change. And one of his slogans at the end on our Sunday show is always, we need you now more than ever. And I think people are really, I'm not gonna use buying into it, they really now know that, hey, this is a great opportunity. Well, you know, John, it's been something that, um, you know, I mean, I've been involved in this community for about 40 years now and, and being involved with all kinds of, all parts of it, all, all angles. But, uh, you know, when the statues came down July 24th uh, of last year, and I think, I think everybody really finally realized because our... Um, our uh, ethnicity, our ethnic group has been been kind of silent, been kind of quiet, been kind of complacent. You know, we're comfortable. Your kids are in, in, in colleges around the country. Many of us live in the suburbs, got, you know, decent jobs. We're, you know, we, we, we got kind of comfortable. And, um, and, you know, things didn't bother us the way it bothered other people. You know, we just kind of, all the stereotypes, well, of course it bothered us, but I mean, we didn't let it affect us. You know, of course it was terrible. Slaps in the face all over the place, whether it's in media, whether it's in, uh, uh, in, in, the, in film, whether it's just even in music. I mean, there's a lot of that kind of stuff going on. That being said, you know, July 24th, all of a sudden, you know, one minute we, we've got uh, Columbus Day, we've got Columbus uh, uh, curriculum in schools, we've got statues and monuments up. The next day, it's all gone. And we're standing looking around like, wait a second. If they would have wanted to get rid of St. Patrick's Day, Martin Luther King Day, Anything else, they would have gotten the African-American community involved. They would have got the Irish community involved. Uh, this is us. This is our one day. And they're taking all away. We're not, we're not even invited to the table to discuss it. So I think that was the biggest thing that made me realize, like, you know, we better get together here because look how easy we could lose it. And um, came up with this uh, proud and positive campaign. And uh, started having rallies. And, and people really, when you said buy into it, they really said, you know what? Okay, we have a shot here. And people really want to, uh, you know, join. I mean, one of the things that many of the organizations say, they all say, we need more young people and they're not really into their ethnicity. You know, a lot of them aren't, but I got to tell you, a lot of them are. And we had, from, we started a, a group called the Avanti Young uh, Italian American Professionals Group. And we've got, they're just really wonderful young people, 20-somethings, all professional, all intelligent, all intelligent, all classy. They all look, look great, professional. And I'm so proud of that group. So, you know, they're out there and, and we're out there. People are out there. It's just, I think what was missing was the needle and thread to, to unify our community. And that's, that's what I'm trying to do. Sure. That's, that's a, a beautiful sentiment. And I think, like I said, 
part of what we're missing now, and to your point, as generations move on, and you know, I have Eastern European and, and Polish, and there are times where I'm embarrassed that my children don't have remembrances of, of cooking certain ethnic foods from scratch and not being able to pass that on. And that's on me and that's unfortunate and you skip those generations. But to your point also, you know, you're out working, busting your hump, making a living. You don't always have time to go, oh yeah, that was offensive. Oh, that was offensive too. I get mm -hmm. to that tomorrow because I got to work 12 hours today or I got to take my kid to soccer. Or I got to take my kid to, to hockey or to piano or right. whatever. But over the course of time, like you said, that all kind of builds to that one point and you just got to go, hey, enough is enough. We got to pull it back in and, and we got to be, we, we don't necessarily have to be loud, but we have to be heard and we have to be proud. And probably even more importantly, don't have to apologize for it. You, we, you know, you, you are- You know what, it's, it's, you know, I mean, being loud and you're right and, and not standing for it and being mad and upset and angry. Yes, I believe in all that. Being militant, yes, I believe in that. The fact is though, it's not like it used to be, you know, what I did, what the, my big takeaway, uh, Mark, from all this, one of the, the big takeaways is the fact that, you know, if there's an issue, a moral, social, economic, educational, whatever issue it is, financial, that affects our community, there really isn't a, that button that we can press. Hey, something's wrong. Let's 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 mobilize. Let's get ten thousand signatures on petitions. Let's get five thousand people marching. Let's get uh, two thousand letters written. There wasn't that button to press. That's I'm like, how they took our statues down? We got to do this. People are saying they can't do that to us. But you know, how come there was nobody? You know, where are the hundreds of people? There are a few people they tried. The Taylor Street people tried. Was enough people? Like in New York, they circled. They 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 encircled the statues, and they they couldn't get to them. Why couldn't we do that? Why didn't we march? We should march on Lightfoot. We should do this. I, I'm like, uh, people, you know, I'm all for all of that. I said, okay, how? We're going to call. Go ahead. Let's do it. And so we had this organization. You know, we have over 55 organizations, 10 American organizations in our community. Most of them are members of the, of the Joint Civic Committee, but they're all very separate. And that's a, to, to some degree, that's, that's very good. They all have, some have a religious uh, centrification. Uh, some are, are uh, uh, geographical from same uh, the small uh, the town. Some are based on their their vocation. I mean, whether you're religious, whether you're lawyers, whether you're teachers. I mean, there's all these different waves of of, of slice of the Italian American uh, pie uh, with regards to community. But again, all separate. And that's what I saw the Joint Civic Committee as being is the Congress of organizations, and uh, and and being kind of an, the association that help helps all these groups. And we put some programs together doing that. But, you know, one of the first things I did was get to, get, to give a Pat Capriati and John a call with Dominican Siemi to try to get, you know, communication. People, you know, I listened to the people and they said, you know, we don't know what's going on, you know, and the Franoi is great, but the Franoi comes out, you have to give them information, you know, a, a text uh, or content rather two months in advance. Right. So as things happen, it, it's hard to get the message There's out. Change, so, right. Exactly. Yeah. So, like I said, I think it's, it's just a matter of people really, you know, having a way to show their uh, their involvement and their excitement and their their passion. And we're putting this together on July 25th at three o'clock at Arrigo Park. It's our Italian Unity Day. We're going to fill the park and it's going to be something that uh, it's a new website and an email, ad or, uh, email address, but it's uh, WindyCityItalians.com. That's going to unify the whole city. The, the area and we're getting buses there's, there's 12 locations 
of, of buses for that day that you can take a bus down to a Regal Park. And we have to show our numbers. We have to show the politicians that we are out here. We are strong. We are proud. We are positive. But we, we have numbers. And we can vote you in. We can vote you out. We, have an, we, we can have an effect on our community. And, and we haven't been able to do that. So that's yeah. the, my goal right now. Mark, just before I let you say something to Ronnie, Ronnie, let's just take an odd number, an even number here. 20 years ago, did you ever think you'd be in this position, you know, with the Joint Civic, the Hall of Fame, uh, Casa Italia? Did you ever think you'd be in this position from where you started to now, you know, running all this and being on top? And you again, mean me personally? Is that you constantly are pounding that pavement. Your answer yeah. to that. Well, you know what, John, I mean, you know, who, who would have known? I mean, frankly, not really. Again, I've been involved with these organizations forever. Met my wife in the parade, that kind of thing. Um, but um, but no, frankly, no, because this is all so political. I'm not a real political guy. You know, I'm about food. I'm about music. I'm about the, you know, the the upbeat part of our of our culture. Uh, you know, that's what I've always been about, about entertainment, about restaurants. You know, I, I own seven restaurants, uh, two theaters and a hotel. So that's what I'm about. But, it, you know, it was something that I kind of stepped into again back in July. And I seen our, our community uh, really needs this type of uh, uh, connection. And I thought I, I, I would try to, to do it, whether we're doing a good job or not. I mean, trying really hard, I can tell you that. And so are a lot of people. We got a great support group of officers, of, of our office staff. Our executive director is amazing. The organizations are like so hungry for it. And it was really pleasant. I was pleasantly surprised. I thought there would be this apathy that I kind of witnessed over the years from our 10 American organizations. Most of them just want to do what they want to do. We have our one fundraiser. We have our picnic. We have our, 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 own, um, our own monument and statue and church thing. And that's all they want to do. And that's really how it was for a lot of years. But now <clears throat> with all this stuff going on, they're like, okay, what do we got to do? Just like restaurants, for example. You know, Italian restaurant people, you know, I mean, maybe I'm one, so I could say this. They, they've never been huge, huge on, I mean, some are, but never been a huge on being positive about other restaurant people or, you know, that kind of thing. You know, it's kind of a, you know, it just kind of, it is what it is. But now I got to tell you, everybody's joining together. Everybody's trying to figure it out. Everybody's like, hey, we're dying here. How can we help each other? And now it's getting better. So I just, you know, I think we're, we've been awakened. And I think people are really passionate and they're really hungry and they need it. And they, they, they have a sense of pride that they haven't had in a, maybe a generation or two. So that's, that's my answer, John. That's just, it's something that we need. And, and, you know, my, my folks are gone and it's in their memory and my grandparents' memory, but it's also, I have a 16 year old daughter and, and I want her kids to know what we've gone through. You know, it's important, you sure. know, and, and that's just my own personal thing. And it's been working. It, it's really neat. Obviously, you talk about sports and entertainment and food, and, and we draw a lot of parallels to athletics, right? Somebody challenges the smallest or the weakest guy in the team, and now you've you've got the entire team galvanized, and you've now you've now you got a problem because if mm -hmm. you mess with one, you got to mess with us all. And it's a shame sometimes that things have to get to that point. Maybe to your point, Ron, that you kind of wake everybody up again and say, whoa, 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 whoa. If you're at them, you're at me too. And now we got to figure out how we all come together and show force, but force in a way that says you're going to deal with all of us. 
and and if you cross one, you're crossing us all. So we appreciate well, yeah, it's that. a positive, it's a positive exactly. message, Mark. You know, that's what we're trying to do and let them know like, Hey, we're here. We're intelligent. We're successful, you know, and I'm not talking about money. I'm just talking about we're, we're, we're here. You know, we want to, and you know, you talk about the native American thing. You talk about African-American thing, Latin American thing, you know, our Columbus statues, look, we're all going to disagree. We've all been a subject of pain. We've all been a subject of, of a negativity and stereotype, stereotype, uh, stereotypical references and bigotry and racism. You know, it's all coming to light now. We want to broaden the narratives. We want the stories to be told. You know, that's fine. We just want to be a part of that equation. And we haven't been. I think that a lot, and, and I appreciate the way you're, you're presenting it, as well as we have a tendency now, we've got generations younger than us who just want to make things real simple. Oh, we heard he might've done something wrong. All right, wipe the whole thing out, right? We're back at that, the old cliche, you throw the baby out with the bathwater because there's a little thing. So if there's a there's a bad cop, then all the cops are bad. And, and if there's this, then all the guys are bad. And, and that's just, that's weak. And it's, it's too easy and we can't let future generations, your 16 year old daughter, we challenge our kids, John challenges our, his kids, you know, you can't, it's not that easy. You've got to spend right. the time and give, and my, probably my dad, you know, he's still around 83 years old. And one of the greatest things he's always told me is put yourself in the other guy's shoes before right. you start to right. pack judgment and you do those other things, try to get on the other side of the table and think about what that other person is going through or when you say something mm -hmm. derogatory or whatever the case is. So, but okay. You know what's been working? what's been working uh, really well in a sense that, you know, this started for me as an Italian thing, you know, it, it, of course, but as I'm, I've been out there and I've been going to meetings after meetings and, and different communities, and they've been reaching out to me and us and realizing that, you know, this may, you know, starts out as Italian thing, but what happens to Columbus today could happen, happen to Pulaski, uh, which happened already, but could happen to Martin Luther King tomorrow could happen to anybody. So this is more about process. This is more about procedure, about what happens when there's questions. Do you throw a noose around the statue, pull it down or break it a million pieces and, and you, you loot and all that stuff? Or do we, we, we recognize right. the process? So we put together a multi-ethnic, multi-religious, multicultural coalition of people who care about, uh, about history and about how people, about people are respected. And we, we just want the same respect everybody else wants, but everybody else is, is they say the world is watching. The world is watching us right now because again, what's happening to Italians right now could happen to anybody tomorrow. John, you talked about 20 years ago. Do you think you would have been doing this? Well, do you think a year, two years ago, we'd even, the, the thought of uh, Columbus Day being in, in question and our parade no, right, may or may no. not happen. Could you ever think? So that's no. how quick, that's how quick it, it could all happen. Yeah, it, sure. puts, it puts a lot of things in perspective. So um, there's no way to, to switch gears, but we're going to switch gears. You know, reading some of the stuff in the Daily Herald that you're always right, Ron. Um, you know, one of the pieces I saw about our childhood, we had Fergie Jenkins on the other day. And, you know, those memories growing up, uh, Sano and Banks and, and the guys on the South Side and Keith Magnuson and Bobby Hull and those years we grew up in, and our kids don't even to this day get how, because that's all we had, right? You listen to the transistor radio or whatever. So you were dialed in because there weren't 17 other things that would take your entertainment mind away. It was baseball or hockey, depending on the season, right? Sure. Absolutely. You know, and I, I, I do a column in the Daily Herald 
uh, every Friday called Backstage with with me with my backstage stories. But and the love one this by the way, I love it. <laughs> Thank you. But it's ironic you say that because my my column this week is just on that. Like you know, I was watching uh, uh, a Cub game and 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 Anthony Rizzo just was a hero and all this great stuff. And I started to think about what made me what, what excited me as a, as a youngster. Um, about, you know, sports, like what I remember about it. I mean, a lot of us, we grew up and you think about, you think Chicago sports, you think Jordan, 85 Bears, uh, the White Sox, uh, World Series, the 2016 Cubs, you'll think all that stuff. But for me, you know, I'm a, uh, I was born in 1962. So for me that it was, it was Ron Sano doing the heel kick. It was, uh, right. uh, uh, you know, you talked about Bobby Hall, Stan Makita, Keith Magnuson, the Keith with that, with no teeth. And and uh, and Tony Esposito. I mean, those were the sports icons and heroes for me. We got to meet. Um, obviously, John's son played hockey. Ours did too. And we got to spend a lot of time with Bobby Hull at the rinks before he became the ambassador. So he was Hull the hustler. He was selling. There are more autographed Bobby Hull pieces of merchandise in our house than I yeah, can right. imagine. And 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 you know. He was gracious enough, came over to the house for dinner. My wife was crazy. She made, you know, uh, chicken parm for him. But those are, for me, that was the greatest thing in the world. And and my kids are like, eh. And I'm like, nah, you don't get it. These these are right. legends. These guys built the Without a doubt. You know, you know what are, a tie-in, Mark, to this. Because right. at the National State of Parks Hall of Fame that Ronnie's doing, I mean, I see the passion with that too, Ron. I mean, uh, with these athletes and of course the Italian American athlete, it's going to be, you know, something when that's done, I really do believe the location that you're going to be at is going to be one of the more popular ones where it ever was. Absolutely. You know, we've been, uh, we started out, it's interesting. We started out not too far from there by uh, Grand Avenue on Grand Avenue in Elwood Park, just uh, west of Harlem. And uh, we started in 1977, 78 there. And then from there, went to Arlington Heights. Then, of course, we're, we're at Taylor Street for about 15, 16 years. And then, unfortunately, you know, the president and founder of 42 years, uh, George Randazzo, passed away. And uh, I was on the board. And I was, I've been with it for about 30-some years myself. I designed the exhibit space in the Hall of Fame. I literally screw-gunned every jersey, every baseball glove, every hockey stick to the wall. So I've been very, very involved, produced the, the gala uh, uh, every year, uh, was the editor of Red, White and Green Magazine for me, just all that stuff. So they asked me to kind of get in George's shoes a little bit. And I told him I could never fill his shoes. I just hope to shine him one day. But um, but yeah, one of the first things that we did was move off of Taylor Street, which I'm from Taylor Street. And it really, frankly, it did break my heart to do that, but it was a monster of a building. It was uh, it just very, very difficult to afford. And so, um, brought to another beautiful little Italy, a, a great area. I mean, Harlem, uh, you know, between uh, Addison and Belmont, just an amazing piece of the city. And that's a, another authorized, if you want to call it that, uh, little Italy in Chicago. And uh, hopefully we'll open some part of it to some degree uh, in October uh, in honor of what of would have been uh, George's 80th birthday. Yeah, that's beautiful. You talk about that area. We got, um, we had our bridal shower or a wedding shower at uh, on uh, Grand Avenue, just west of Harlem over there. And we got married on Harlem Avenue between Belmont and Addison. So, uh, wow. right yes. there. Yep. And right. did you go after the wedding? Did you go to WAGS? <laughs> a little something? Or did you guys For the cruise? Cheeseburger. Yeah, no, or did you, did you cruise up, up and down, down Harlem? Yeah. We, we screwed up the carbon <laughs> footprint just driving up and down Harlem yeah. Avenue. 
our entire, you know, high school career at, uh, from Ridgewood high school, staring at the guys from Elmwood park as you drive by and, and yep. you know, the big I better be careful how you stare at them though. Yeah. yeah. Better be careful. The shooters there's a stoplight. You gotta, there's a stoplight. You gotta stop at, You would have had to stop at some point and that's where you, it's dangerous. You gotta watch how you stare at those guys. <laughs> yeah. But the guys from Holy Cross who went to private school, the us public school kids, just up and down the street like that. So, hey, we got about two or three minutes left because it, it, from from Zoom, we can only tape for so long. Um, favorite guy that you had at um, at your theater or somebody that you haven't gotten to perform there yet that you'd like to have performed there? Well, I love all, the, I mean, you know, look, all, we were, we're brought up, we're all brought up in that, that classic. Every time I had an opportunity to bring them in, I did. I, I brought Mickey Rooney, Patty Page, uh, Debbie Reynolds, Shirley MacLaine, um, Priscilla Presley, Barbara Eden. Those kind of things are really, really fun to do. Um, I love one of my favorite shows is the Glenn Miller Orchestra because my, you know, I grew up in a, a World War II household. And when you see that, that, that the string of pearls and Moonlight Serenade, and you've got grandpas dancing with their 10-year-old granddaughters to this thing, that's beautiful. Any of the classic rock stuff, you know, but I got to say what my favorite part of it is when I'm backstage and I'm looking into the audience and I see everybody just having a great time knowing that of the 900 people that are there, there's somebody there that lost a loved one. Somebody lost a job. Someone had a fight with their spouse, but for two or three hours, we're able to take them away from it. Wow. That's beautiful. It's just, you know, yeah. hey, but totally off. But did you ever get a chance to meet Frank Sinatra? Yeah, um, we as with the Joint Civic Committee, the young adults, uh, Frank Sinatra was very, you know, was instrumental in the Villa Scalabrini, the building of Villa Scalabrini, uh, by way of uh, Frank Annunzio, the uh, congressman uh, back in the day, you know, in the 70s and, uh, and earlier, and uh, also supported the, you know, the Columbus Day Parade and that kind of thing. And uh, Frank Sinatra had, uh, did five concerts at the Auditorium Theater, and he do donated one of those nights 100% to the Villa Scalabrini wow. and I had the the uh, the uh, the job because we we're the young adults of it we were the kids and we you know if you paid $250 you got this keychain if you bought uh, a $500 ticket you had this this paperweight I also said Sinatra I got a few of them still and I had to, I had to organize them and hand those out that was my job and you know I got to I got to meet them and uh, it was I mean you know it was larger than life everything you every everything everybody says about them is true from what I can see and what I heard to what I know. I um as as John will know the uh, the angles and attitude the tips fedora is in honor of uh, the chairman himself. The way you wear your hat and carry yep. yourself as far as your attitude is concerned. So that's uh, not on that's not an accident that it's uh, angles and attitude. So for sure. Well, he should he should be a, a be an even bigger hero today if you take the time to look at the history and how he was so against racism and supported his African-American friends from Sammy Without Davis question, to right. Ella question. Fitzgerald. And, and, uh, you know, really, I mean, you look at where he was and look at where we are today and, uh, what a hero he would be today. Yeah, no doubt. And, and, but well, also, also, sorry, John, also doing it with a sense of humor, not taking mm -hmm. himself that seriously. And, and cause I love, um, I sit on the exercise bike and just rip through, YouTube video of YouTube video over and over of, of the Rat Pack and and him with Sammy Davis and you know yeah. Martin carrying Sammy Davis around. Look what I found and just and, and people are just I mean come on we have to be able to laugh at each other. It, mm -hmm. It's 
it would make life just so much easier and so much more enjoyable. There's I no think we'll get back there. We'll get back there to, to a certain degree. I think we will. I mean, right now, everybody, you can't, it's so sensitive. You can't stub your toe on a curb and call the curb a name, you know? Um, right. It's unless you're Italian, unless it's an Italian curb for some <laughs> reason. But Ronnie, yeah, we're the, the bottom, ones they could. Sammy Davis would say from the bottom, I want to just say thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on Angles and Attitudes. And uh, keep, doing what, keep doing what you're doing, baby. Because this, we're, go, <laughs> we're moving forward. Thank Love you, guys. Congratulations on your show, man. All the best. Thank you very much.